Welcome to Burnside at Home for Sunday the 5th of December 2021. You're joining us on a pre-recorded uh, short version of the service that will take place on Sunday the 5th of December and we're uh, following our Advent series Finding Hope Under Bethlehem Skies. It's week three and this week we're going to be looking at the story of Ruth and finding out all the occasions where we talk about kindness, either God's kindness to us or the kindness that was shown among the characters in the story. But more of that in a moment or two. First of all, a couple of announcements. Uh, today, uh, we're going to be launching our World Development Appeal within our congregation. The World Development Appeal uh, is organised by the Presbyterian Church. It is raising money this year for Ethiopia and Haiti. And the money that's raised is going to be distributed through partner churches with Tear Fund and Christian Aid in both those countries. And you can find out more on the live stream, which you can access on our website. Then also, uh, can I highlight the drive-in cinema that's going to be taking place on Monday the 20th of December, that week just before Christmas, on the Monday evening, two showings, two different films, half past five and seven o'clock. Put the date in your diary now and I'll give you more details whenever you're able to book the tickets. They will be free, but just so that we have an idea of numbers, you will have to book in advance to come to that and you'll be very, very welcome. Drive in, in the car park, stay in your car, nice and safe, and you'll be very, very welcome and we hope to have a good evening. So let's worship God together now and let's seek hope under Bethlehem skies as we follow through the book of Ruth. And today I want to begin by reading just a few verses from Psalm 63. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My body longs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live and in your name I will lift up my hands. Today we are seeking this God, this God whose love is better than life. And the story of Ruth we often think of as a love story, but it's much more than a love story. It is God's love, his kindness, as we'll see today, that's displayed throughout the story and that we can then find in our lives. And that is what gives us hope. God's love, his kindness, his steadfast love, his grace and his mercy. And therefore we seek him. We thirst for him, we long for him, and we come to find him today. So let's turn to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we bow before you, we pray that you would speak to us today from your word. We thank you, Lord, for your love for us, that steadfast love that you have shown through your Son, Jesus Christ, and we now come to find in Jesus. Lord, speak to us from your word today that we might know that love for ourselves, that we might know your kindness that you have demonstrated so clearly through Jesus' death and resurrection, that we might understand the strength of that love, Lord, that it's not a weak, wishy-washy love, but it's a certain love, a steadfast love that cannot be shaken, 
And therefore we put all our faith in you and we trust in you this day because we know that your love alone will guide us and help us in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that your love has come down to us at Christmas in the form of Jesus Christ as a baby. Emmanuel, God with us. And so, Lord, we thank you that you haven't remained far off, but that you are with us. And we pray that you would continue with us now. So, Lord, we ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. We're going to read from God's Word and today we're reading chapter 3. We've just been reading through the book each week. Uh, Today's message isn't necessarily focused on chapter 3. Indeed, it's going to be looking again right throughout the whole story. So you do want to familiarise yourself with the whole story and and know what's going on uh, to make sense of the message each week. So Ruth chapter 1. One day Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter... Should I not try to find a home for you where you will be well provided for? Is not Boaz with whose servant girls you have been a a kinsman of ours? Tonight he will be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. Wash and perfume yourself and put on your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor, but don't let him know you're there until he has finished eating and drinking. When he lies down, note the place where he is lying, then go and uncover his feet and lie down. He will tell you what to do. I will do whatever you say, Ruth answered. So she went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirits, he went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. Ruth approached quietly, uncovered his feet and lay down. In the middle of the night, something startled the man and he turned and discovered a woman lying at his feet. Who are you? he asked. I am your servant, Ruth, she said. Spread the corner of your garment over me since you are a kinsman redeemer. The Lord bless you, my daughter, he replied. This kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier. You have not run after the younger men, whether rich or poor. And now, my daughter, don't be afraid. I will do for you all you ask. All my fellow townsmen know that you are a woman of noble character. Although it is true I am near of kin, there is a kinsman redeemer nearer than I. Stay here for the night, and in the morning, if he wants to redeem, good, let him redeem. But if he is not willing, as surely as the Lord lives, I will do it. Lie here until morning. So she lay at his feet until morning, but got up before anyone could be recognised, and he said, Don't let it be known that a woman came to the threshing floor. He also said, Bring me the shawl you are wearing and hold it out. When she did so, he poured into it six measures of barley and put it on her. Then he went back to town. When Ruth came to her mother-in-law, Naomi asked, How did it go, my daughter? Then she told her everything Boaz had done for her and added, He gave me these six measures of barley, saying, Don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. Then Naomi said, Wait, my daughter, until you find out what happens, for the man will not rest until the matter is settled today. Amen. And we pray that God will bless to us this reading of his word today. 
One of the things that has surprised me most about our time in this story of Ruth and Naomi is that I have always thought of the story as a love story. Ruth, the young woman, is a widow with no children. She's living in a foreign land and Boaz is the hero who comes and sweeps her off her feet and they fall in love. Boaz provides security for Ruth and her mother-in-law Naomi. They have a family and they live happily ever after. The hope that we find under Bethlehem skies seems to be the love that Ruth and Boaz find in each other. And perhaps that's the way we choose to understand the story because it fits in with the stories that the world offers us that are similar to this. How many romantic comedies follow exactly the same pattern? Woman with nothing, or woman facing huge problems, meets a man who rescues her and gives her a new life, and they live happily ever after. But when you read the story of Ruth, there is a slightly different reality. Love isn't the central theme. Indeed, it isn't really mentioned. We're not told that Boaz and Ruth ever fall in love. And although Ruth may have nothing and she may be rescued through the relationship with Boaz, she's not weak and helpless. She makes some difficult decisions in this story and she displays great bravery and strength throughout. Love isn't mentioned, and instead there's a very different word that crops up a few times in the story, and that word is translated kindness. What we find is that this story is not a typical love story, but instead it reveals God's love for us. So let's have a look at this kindness that we encounter and see if it makes any difference to our lives. So what is this kindness? The word that's translated kindness is a Hebrew word, chesed. And chesed crops up throughout the Bible. And whenever we find it in our English Bibles, it's been translated in a number of different but very similar ways. There are lots of different words that are used. So it could be translated love. It could be translated kindness, uh, unfailing love, great love, uh, mercy, steadfast love, loving kindness. All these different words are used to translate this word hesed that we find in Ruth as the word kindness. So you begin to get an idea of what we're dealing with here. It is love, but not really as we know it. The love that Ruth and Boaz have for each other is important in the story, but this story is all about the chesed. Love that needs some other words attached to it for us to get a sense of the richness of it. One commentator explains it like this. In general, one may identify three basic meanings of chesed. And these three meanings always interact. Strength, steadfastness and love. Any understanding of chesed that fails to suggest 
all three inevitably loses some of its richness. Love by itself easily becomes sentimentalized or universalized apart from the covenant. Yet strength or steadfastness suggest only the fulfillment of a legal or similar obligation. So this is a story of Hesed. There's strength, there's steadfastness, there's love involved in this Hesed. Very rarely in the Bible is Hesed ever used about our love of God. It's mostly used about God's love for us. So we can see that it's on a completely different level. This is God's love towards us and it is very different from the pale imitation that we might offer to him. Occasionally it is used about our love for one another and it seems to be more than we could be expected to offer to God and therefore it really emphasises how great this commitment is from God himself that he would show us hesed and it's more than we are capable of. And this is what we find in this story. Twice, kindness is used to describe God's love for Naomi and Ruth. And once it's used to describe Ruth's love for Naomi and for Boaz. In chapter 1, Naomi is set to return to Bethlehem. And as she tells Orpha and Ruth to go back to their own families, she has a prayer for them. She has a desire for their lives. She wants them to know God's hesed. This is what she says. Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show kindness to you as you have shown to your dead and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. There is no greater thing that we could pray for than for the Lord to show his chesed, his kindness, to another person. This is a great prayer from Naomi. She doesn't realise at the time that the answer to this prayer involves Ruth coming back to Bethlehem with her. She thinks that the kindness of God will be found in Moab among her own people with her own family. But for Naomi to experience the chesed, the kindness of God, she's going to need to have Ruth with her because the kindness is going to come through Ruth. Naomi prays that the chesed will lead to rest. And to be at rest is the most complete and the most perfect place to be. If you are at rest, then everything is right in your life. Whenever Ruth is gleaning in the field, she works hard all day, except for a rest in the shelter. She stops to rest after working hard and accomplishing much of the harvest, and then she's ready to work again. And this is what the the hesed, the kindness of the Lord, leads to in our lives. We rest in him. We may be tired, we may be worn out, but resting in the Lord is a place to be refreshed and replenished. We may be in turmoil, we may be sad, we may be in difficulties, but when we rest in the Lord, he comes alongside us. 
We put our trust in the Lord so that we can receive his kindness, his chesed. So that's the first time that we come across chesed within this book. The second time that we hear of chesed or kindness in the story is in chapter 2. Ruth has gone out to glean and she comes back to Naomi with an ephah of barley. And she also brings back some of the cooked grain that she'd been eating at lunchtime that was left over. Now this is so much more than Naomi had expected Ruth to bring back. When Naomi realises that Ruth has met Boaz, who is a relative of Elimelech, she realises that this must be the Lord's chesed, the Lord's kindness. This is an action and she declares, the Lord bless him. Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, he has not stopped showing his kindness, his chesed, to the living and the dead. She added, that man is our close relative. He is one of our kinsman redeemers. This appears to be an accidental meeting. But this seemingly accidental meeting and indeed the abundance of barley that Ruth brings back with her, Naomi sees it as God's kindness. They've been provided for in a way that totally exceeds any normal expectations. And this can only have come from the Lord. Naomi's prayer is being answered. May the Lord deal with you kindly. The Lord has not stopped showing his kindness. And indeed, this is what the Lord does. Naomi has still been through a lot of terrible experiences. After all, she has lost her husband, she's lost her sons, she's gained a Moabite. But God is still with her. He hasn't abandoned her. And God not only is with her, he is now showing kindness to her. So he hasn't abandoned her and God will still be with us no matter what we face in life. Even through the most tragic circumstances, God still remains by our side and shows us his chesed, his kindness. Whenever Ruth goes to the threshing floor at night in the bizarre um, events of chapter 3 and makes a proposal to Boaz that he might redeem her, Boaz then speaks of the chesed again. This time, the chesed is not from God, but it's from Ruth. And strangely enough, it's not a chesed that Ruth shows to Boaz that he's impressed about. It's a chesed that she shows to Naomi that is impressive. The Lord bless you, my daughter, he replied. This kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier. You have not run after the younger men, whether rich or poor. And now, my daughter, don't be afraid. I will do for you all you ask. All my fellow townsmen know that you are a woman of noble character. Boaz realises that Ruth could have chosen to marry anyone in the town. She could have chosen to marry outside the family if she'd wanted to. Really, what was it to her if... She was married and had a husband. She'd be provided for and everything would be fine. But her chesed, her 
kindness to Naomi is shown in two ways here. Firstly, she didn't allow Naomi to travel back from Moab alone. And now she is showing Hesed by seeking to redeem Elimelech's land and provide an heir for the family. There is no room for Ruth's own plans here. Hesed, the kindness, determines that she seeks what is best for Naomi. Boaz realises that Ruth is making the request to benefit Naomi and he is impressed that Ruth would show such Hesed and therefore he is willing to become the Redeemer. And this is the love, the, the kindness that God shows to us. His Hesed in sending his only son. His Hesed in going to the cross and suffering for our sin. His Hesed in his agonizing death. That is how much we are loved by God. Ruth left her own home and travelled to Bethlehem alongside Naomi because she loved her. Jesus left his father's home and travelled to this world so that he could be with us and die for us. Look at the examples of kindness in this story and see that God loves us. But he more than loves us, he shows chesed to us. And this is three parts, if you remember. Strength. And steadfastness and love, they are all revealed to us in Jesus. And so we have this wonderful promise today that we will find hope under Bethlehem skies as we come to Jesus and we trust in him. So let's seek the Lord's chesed. Let's seek his kindness. And then... Let's thank him and praise him for that hesed. But then let's try and treat others with hesed, with kindness. Let's look out for the needs of others before ourselves. Let's love others with that same strength and steadfastness and love that God has shown us. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the hope that we find in Jesus Christ. The hesed that you have shown us, the kindness in Jesus' death and resurrection. Today, Lord, help us to find hope in you as we trust in you and as we find forgiveness for our sins and the promise of eternal life. And now, Lord God, we pray that you would continue with us, that we would know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit would be with us all both now and forevermore. Amen.